Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I have a challenge for you, but before I get to that challenge, let me give you a little bit of background. Um, Over the past few days, Lauren and I have been traveling around the eastern seaboard, and it has just been rainy and cloudy and nasty and uh very you know just a, a difficult time to travel and you're always worried about people sliding into each other and rear-ending each other and then we got back to Asheville right as that ended and suddenly the sky opened up and we saw this beautiful sunset. Now, we didn't actually see the sun going down, but we could see the rays from the sun illuminating everything with all of these pinkish and purplish tones. And uh, it was so striking that um, we were talking about how the you can't really photograph things like that properly. I mean, you know, you can take a picture and get get an idea, but there's nothing like seeing with your own naked eyes some of these colors. And I think that's what people also experience when they go to um, places like Yellowstone or even the Blue Ridge Mountains, and, and they see for the first time with their own eyes the, the vastness sort of almost magic of what it's like to be in the midst of something so incredible. And it reminded us of this conversation that we'd had years ago about what this world is and the beauty that exists in this world in general. And what I mean by that is, yeah, I understand that at any moment there are people who are having a bad experience. There's a mudslide or there's a flood or some kind of hurricane's hitting or some kind of a blizzard or an earthquake. But the world, this earth that we live upon, is is so big that um, there is also an incredible amount of beauty here. And so we began to talk about, all right, it's easy for us to criticize this world and to focus upon the bad moments. But if you were God whatever you think God is. What kind of a world would you create that is more amazing than this particular world? And this is the challenge that I have for you. And it may sound simple at first, but perhaps you've never really thought about this in depth. So I'm asking you to think about it right now. If you were given the power 
to be God for a day and create a world, what would that world look like? Would it actually be a more beautiful and amazing world than the one that we experience? I mean, we have all of these incredible, clear, azure, turquoise waters that are 80, 90 degrees where you can swim around, look at colorful coral reefs and fish, and you have these sweeping vistas of mountain ranges and these beautiful green plains that go on and on. So what, I mean, what, what would you create? Now, I really want you to let your imagination run wild here. I mean, if, if, if you say, well, I would create a, a world of cotton candy and unicorns. Okay, fine. But do you think after a month you might get bored with cotton candy and unicorns? Um, I mean, what would it be that you would create that would be better than this world. And yes, there are functions that are integral to the way this world works. Going back to the inherent need for things to be destroyed as other things are created. And yet the system itself works in such great apparent harmony the way that the sun burns the water off of the oceans and they turn into clouds and those clouds float around and then you have these unbelievable lightning strikes that come down at the same time that the fresh water is falling back on the tops of the mountains and running down through rivers and creeks and streams. Um, back to the ocean so that the whole process starts again. I mean, uh, you look at a tree, you know, like I, I, Joshua P. Warren, cannot create a tree. Uh, if you give me a nut, well, then I might be able to take that nut and plant it, uh, a nut, a seed, whatever, and then that will grow into something if I'm lucky, but still I'm starting with the creation that's here. So how imaginative are you? How good are you at uh, thinking of a world that's better than the world that we are in right now? Really, I can't create anything from scratch because I didn't make that nut or that seed. Um, everything that we are doing here is uh, a matter of recycling. It's taking something that's already here and using that. But who can create something out of nothing? Even when you look at these amazing authors and filmmakers who delved into fantasy worlds like J.R.R. Tolkien and people like that, 
they're really not even creating a whole new world. They're just taking the world that already exists and modifying it, enhancing it in certain ways. Uh, how difficult is it to really even think, at least from the human point of view, of taking something that is here in the world that we know and turning it into something that's brand new. And I don't even know if, if, if this is accurate. I'm sure I'll hear from you if you have a different opinion, but I was looking back and I was thinking about different um, authors and people who create concepts of things that are outside of what we usually can comprehend. And um, the closest I can come to, just off the top of my head, is H.P. Lovecraft. And even H.P. Lovecraft's work is so familiar now that um, you can think about it and not be shocked by it. But at his time, when he was writing these things, and I don't know if you've ever read H.P. Lovecraft, but he's just the closest thing I can come to um, as a figure who was trying to look outside of the reference point of Earth and the world that we live in and try to invent something that was somewhat new. And, and again, even he you know, wasn't able to do it successfully. And it's possible that uh, it's possible that it's impossible. I mean, if you came up with something in terms of a world or an idea of a world that we're so different than what we're used to, we might not even acknowledge it at all. We might just be like, well, I don't understand this in any way because we need that reference point. So that would make sense, I guess, that um, many of our most successful and, and notable visionaries would always just take what we have here to work with and, and enhance it or accent it in some way. But what I'm asking you as a challenge is to think of the best way you can describe something that's totally new. And and the first part of this, the, the, the problem is, is language, is terminology. You know, I just said I'm asking you to describe something. Well, you can only describe something in terms of the reference point of the language that we have. And the language is also limited by what we know and what we can relate to. And, and to condense it down very small, you know, I, I've worked for many years, decades, in the television business. And you go into a situation where you pitch an idea and everybody knows is in the TV pitching business, that the first thing you do is say, well, this is kind of like this thing that you already know and that thing that you're... So you, well, this is like Indiana Jones and Gremlins meets Lord of the Rings or whatever. And you use things that people already know to cobble together these concepts because it is really impossible for us to truly think outside the box. So my challenge to you is to see if you can take 
the language that we have and describe a new kind of world. I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm lost. That's why I'm bringing this up to you. I don't know how to describe a new kind of world, but maybe you do. Maybe you're that one person, you know, listening to this podcast right now who's like, yes, this is the opportunity I've been looking for to take the language and use it to describe something that is so different from this world. But otherwise, I want you to just think about every time you complain about the world, what kind of world you would create, even if it is something that's not too far from this world, what would your world look like? And give me the details. Um, that's the kind of thing that I'm interested in. Truly thinking, as they say, outside the box, going back to that old cliche. That's just nothing more than playing off of the reference point of language that we all know and that we are familiar with. So if you want to do that um, and, and you have some kind of idea, you have some kind of vastly different perspective, uh, it's easy to email me. You can go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the home page and you'll find my email address, and I'd love to hear what your vision of the world Now, if you email me, and uh, it's just so insane from the normal perspective, then, you know, I might not get it. But it's worth a shot, right? What would the world be like that is the perfect world for you? And also, I don't want you to contact me if you're like, Oh, I think the perfect world is a world where we all live in world peace. And uh, that 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 is a matter of human behavior. I'm not talking about human behavior. I'm talking about what the world itself looks like, how it's constructed, how it functions. Um, you don't have to be you know beholden to the specific systems. What does it look like to you? If this is not the most perfect thing that you could come up with, then what, you know, what is the most perfect thing? And so I don't know how to describe this concept of God to you. Um, I've never sat down and talked to God, whatever God is, but... Nonetheless, um, something created all of this. It came from somewhere. You know, in one of my uh, recent podcasts, I was saying, like, look, this is such a different place from anywhere else in the universe that we can see, that we've been able to observe using our best technology and our best scientific instruments, et cetera. Well, what is your idea? You know, it's like you're sitting in the boardroom and somebody's sitting there saying like, okay, 
That's what I do. Well, what's your? Well, this is your shot. Now, this may be totally meaningless other than just a mental experiment. When I was in college, uh, my favorite class was philosophy. We would go through these things called mental experiments. So this is a mental experiment. What is in your mind the very best, most perfect, better world than the one that we have here and the way all this functions? So that's my challenge to you. Please think about that. Now, other thing I will tell you, um, I have been teasing for a long time this huge event that I am producing in Las Vegas in May. And I all the pieces have come together. The, the one thing that's holding me back from finally telling you all about it is that I don't want to unveil everything without first shooting a video. Uh, I want to shoot a video where you see me sitting there and I am describing to you as accurately as possible what this event is going to be like. So I'm finally ready to shoot this video. Um, I might do it tomorrow. Uh, I want, I'm, I'm waiting for the weather to to cooperate because I don't want to be standing out outside when... <laughs> when there's some kind of a uh, a nasty storm blowing in. And I also don't want to just sit down at a desk uh, in in the corner of a room. Uh, this is too big. This is too profound. It's too amazing. This is the biggest, most exciting event that I've ever produced. And uh, you you should already know it will be May 16, 17, and 18 of this year in Las Vegas. I've already signed the contracts. All is good. This is an MGM partnership. And um, so my next goal is to shoot this video. And once I have that video, then I'm going to finalize the web page that will tell you what this event is going to be. And so that's coming very soon. Uh, my goal is to get this to you by the end of next week. Um, but as I've said many times before, uh, when you're dealing with something of this magnitude, there are many variables involved, uh, legally, creatively, logistically. And so I should finally be ready to, to tell you about it. But in the meantime, please reserve those days, May 16, 17, and 18 of this year, 2018, because you will want to be in Las Vegas with me, and you will want to be a part of this uh, experience. And that's what it is. It's, it's an experience that I'm going to create for you. And, and uh, I'm not some kind of magician like David Copperfield, who is going to produce some kind of illusion or whatever. No, this is real. This is real stuff. So that's sort of where my head is tonight. And um, there's a lot going on, as you can tell, 
But uh, that's my latest update for you. And, of course, this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily because I do my best to record one for you every day. I often miss a day or two, but, you know, that's how it goes. I have a busy life, and, you you know, you're getting the real stuff. And I'll tell you, I'll leave another podcast later tonight if something crazy happens. I can do that. I'm in control of this podcast. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, you can find a link there to subscribe to Joshua P. Warren Daily, or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, and I do my best to post when a new one is ready for you as well. That said, there is so much more to come. It's a super exciting time. Um, Thank you. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for sharing it with your friends and family and loved ones. Thank you for staying interested. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.